Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down with this sort of thing. Careful now. FM 104. It's a weird show this evening and we're going to keep it weird. Yeah, it started off on a really, really bad note with my snot and then it just went into incest and I don't know where we are now. Uh, Mary Jane, it's not a real name, but she works here in FMO 104, has a bit of a weird thing for her cousin. Yeah, which we think is horribly, disgustingly weird, but then we find out that it's still legal to marry your cousin in Ireland, which is horrible. And, and in a lot of countries uh, around the world, so yeah. shame on us for shaming Mary Jane. No, we need to stop this. Our cousins are fine. Needs to be legal. Illegal. Well, it does need to be legal. Freudian slip there. Do you have a hot cousin of your own? Yeah. Right, okay. We'll continue on with some of the weirdest stories from all over the world. The first one. A Mexican man was rushed to hospital because he took a stimulant in preparation for uh, bumping uglies with somebody else. Oh. Now, yeah. a stimulant is in, you know, to help him... To help him perform. Right. To yeah. help him stand to attention. Okay. So, unfortunately, the stimulant that he bought... It wasn't really for human consumption. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, it was for an animal, was it? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Why would they give an animal that? Uh, so he took a drug, a stimulant that was sold in Veracruz. This is over in Mexico, by the way. So the man was rushed to hospital um, in Mexico to the specialist hospital in Reynosa. Reynosa. And uh, he took a pill that is used by farmers to invigorate bulls for insemination. Oh. I mean, so obviously it helps with the success rates of That's disgusting. cows inseminating or, or bulls. There's a big difference between a man and a bull. A man probably thought, oh, I'm going to bull myself. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to get that normal Viagra stuff. Give us the proper... So anyway, he was rushed to hospital after suffering a three-day erection. Wow. So I presume it was a little bit painful. Yeah. Wouldn't go down. Throbbing, painful. He couldn't stand up properly. God. You know, he couldn't... Can you... Go to the gym. Yeah, can you pee when you're... Can, yeah, it's just very awkward. Is it, yeah. yeah. Can't aim or... No. You're probably better off just doing the shower. So he nearly died? He was rushed to hospital, nearly died, yeah. God. So that if, didn't work out well, did it? So, I mean... <laughs> it says here, it doesn't say who he was or how old he was, right? But it's reported online. This is what they say. The man in Mexico, whose name and age is unknown, is believed to have taken the stimulant as he excitedly planned to have sex with a 30-year-old woman. Oh, God. So how old? Maybe was he? he was nervous about performing. So I'm going to say he was probably an older gentleman. Mm. And he couldn't, yeah. And maybe he was just worried about not performing and wanted to show her a good time. And now, am I just being naive here? But if you need to use something, mm. well, then you're obviously not really wanting to do it anyway, are you? Um, 
Or or is it a case where you find the 30-year-old extremely attractive and you would love to do it, but you just can't? You yeah. can't actually get it up. I know, yeah. Maybe a bit of both. Really? No? Yeah. Sometimes it might be performance anxiety. Lads get nervous. That's never happened before. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> Not at you, 70, you, though. <laughs> <laughs> Surely you're experienced enough at that age at 70, to go, yeah. right, look. I, I just, don't know. Maybe she was so... I, like maybe he just wanted a cup of tea and to watch the football, maybe. Yeah, she was demanding. No, so there you go. Don't be taking stuff that's made for horses or bulls or any other farm animals because you'll wind up in hospital. That is the first story. The second story is one of the most hilarious things I've seen in a long time. They Officers, policemen over in Michigan are now... They, they're The town of Bessemer, which is apparently a place, has voted to spend 3500 to purchase a device that helps police officers find grow houses. Oh. So one of the problems that Michigan has found is that they, since they have legalized marijuana for personal use, you can grow your own plants. Now, one of the things they have found is that there's overwhelming smells in certain areas. So if you want to go out your back garden and your neighbor has tons and tons and tons of You're marijuana smell plants, it. or they're smoking, it's just, apparently it's, it's a very, if you're not into it, it can be very consuming. It can be very irritating. Yeah, you know? I'd say so. Yeah, and I walk around. I walk around this city sometimes, and you just walk through pockets of weed. Whack a weed, right? And yeah. fair enough, you're in the city, and you're like whatever. But if you're in your back garden, you don't really want that. No, you wouldn't. What's going on? So they've taken these measures, and they've bought this device called the Nasal Ranger. It is hilarious looking. Imagine getting a loudspeaker. Right? Okay. This is kind yeah. of a little bit what it's like. It has a handle on it. it it's designed like a boring loudspeaker as well. Yeah. But instead of putting your mouth to it you put your nose into it and then it has filters on it that help you sniff out where the marijuana is. So police officers are being trained to hold this up to their nose and go around towns going... So they're like dogs. David, it's an extended nose. It's like a a telescope for your nose that you put on your nose, you hold it up and then you you can change the dial on the side of it that will magnify or amplify the scent that you're getting from the marijuana and they're using this to go around villages going, we smelt your weed, get out! I'd love to see that happen. The picture Are they on all is fours? hilarious. Why not? Right, yeah, yeah, for the sake of the story, they're on all fours. Yeah, and they have to bark while they're doing it, and they they, they hump your leg when they have found uh, found it. <laughs> oh God! Hope our hope our guardie don't get that. Yeah, but it, it literally looks so. I have a picture up on my uh, Twitter. Shameless self plug at Cormac Comedy, right? The guy, and it's really serious, middle aged man, and there's a company that would train police officers how to use this and hold it up to their nose and. Like, it sounds like an absolute spam spoofer of an idea, but it is true as God. Well, if They're it literally works, smelling out the weed. If it works, and they need to crack down on that now, you know? Yeah, that's can't be having too much fun. So, as I said, three and a half, three, just under three and a half thousand to purchase what looks like a, it's like a telescope for your nose, more like a loudspeaker for your nose thing. It's very, very strange. Do they realise, though, there, there are such things as sniffer dogs? <clears throat> Yeah, that's what I would, I would have thought. Would that not have been handier? Yeah, way and, handier. Like, get two or three dogs that are probably a lot less than three and a half grand. Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know. And then just send them out and go, find where it is, lads. Thanks very much. Yeah, they can do it, no problem. Yeah. Maybe. What is, what? The salesman for the nasal ranger must be amazing. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, you guys. <laughs> this is better than a dog's Fighting nose. drugs with your human nose. <laughs> eh? And I got three and a half grand for it. Three and a half yeah. grand. All right, so. I uh, would like to use it, though, would you? Uh, yeah, and a few ideas have come to my mind about how you could use it. I was like, Ooh. 
dangerous game. Very, very dangerous games, especially after curry and some Guinness on a night out. Yeah. Could it kill you? Could the nasal ranger actually kill you? So uh, that's actually happening over in, in Michigan. And there is a crowd actually who serves. There is a company based in the UK that services the UK and the Republic of Ireland with their equipment. Now, I haven't seen any. Oh. But keep your eyes out, lads, for the guards sniffing around. Anyway, uh, the next story, we mentioned this at the top of the show, kind of kicked off the team for the entire evening. Debbie Zutant and uh, Joe doesn't give a second name because he doesn't want to be uh, known. They are half-brothers and sisters, and they married each other. Half-brothers and sisters. So a half-brother or sister is maybe your mother had you, then remarried. Yes. And had a sister. Yeah. A little, so, uh, sorry, daughter. Who was your half-sister? What we have learned this evening from our investigations into uh, the legal requirements and the, the incest laws in this country, you anything within your family is illegal. So if your mother has, as you said, a mother or father have a new marriage with stepbrothers or sisters, that's not allowed. Yeah. Grandkids aren't allowed. All that kind of stuff, right? You're allowed to marry your cousin, though. There you go. Um, this woman, she's 51 years of age. She's from Florida, Key West in, in Florida. She was given up for adoption when she was very, very young, her and her brother. And finally found her biological dad. Year, 15 years ago this happened. And then her dad was like, you know, obviously, yeah, everything's, but you have a half-brother. So then she went and found her half-brother and fell in love with him. They went out on a, on a, a dinner date. Wow. Um, which was just meant to be like a brother-sister kind of catch-up kind of thing. And both of them found that they were in, what they say, love at first sight. And they had sex on their second date no. and moved in together within two weeks of knowing each other. Oh, for God's sake. Then they got married and they hid their relationship from their family for 10 years. And their dad walked her down the aisle, did he? Their dad. <laughs> no, they, they got married in secret because okay. they, did, they didn't tell they the family for like a decade. But now they've since, uh, Debbie has since come out. Debbie Zutant is her name. She claims that they've experienced what I mentioned at the top of the show, genetic sexual attraction. Which is apparently, if you Google it, a condition where people fall in love with their long-lost relatives. Now, if you read a little bit more about that, it says that that is a pseudoscientific claim that none of actual psychologists or clinical therapists will say is a real thing. And there's no evidence for it. But would you say that a lot of people are or could be attracted to their cousin but will never admit it? Oh, yeah. There's someone listening right now who is just creeping on his cousin's page. Get off it on Instagram. Yes, stop. Yeah, you weirdo. Oh, no, it's fine. But half brother. It's it's apparently half brother. So this is this is half brother. So this is where it was. So uh, apparently they have since, on further investigation in the last year, have unfortunately they're living in separate houses now. Well, that's probably a good thing. But they're it? still apparently in love. Um, his mother moved in with them, which was adding a strain to the relationship. Oh God! But yeah, they're fifteen, fifteen years together, married their half brother. <sighs> Weird one, isn't it? Like, that's really weird. Very weird. Because I know, again, say if you need it. Love is love, guys. Don't be shaming them. They're in love. If you needed an organ donation, and that was the only brother or sister you had, I know it's a half-brother and sister, so maybe it would be a perfect match, yeah. but it definitely could be. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that's mm-hmm. inside you that's the same as your brother, you know? Oh, dear. So that's happening. Uh, last couple of stories now this evening. A man is in an awkward, long, lengthy legal battle with his now ex-wife mm. over issues surrounding custody of their children, property taxes, and different sorts of things that you have to sort out when you get separated, right? Now, if you speak to anyone who has ever gone through a legal separation or a divorce, nightmare. Oh, God, yeah. Right, they're never usually clean or easy 
there's usually a lot of back and forth, a lot of frustration, a lot of, oh, we're nearly, oh, we're not, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Somebody has had a shit fit. Somebody has changed terms. Somebody has been blah, blah, blah. Um, so David Ostrom, he's a, a gentleman from Kansas. He is separating from his wife. He's in a legal battle with his ex-wife. And he <laughs> submitted a proposal in court to the judge where he wanted to let the judge, and I quote, resolve our disputes on the field of battle legally. <laughs> and went on to say, this has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States. What, so the strongest person wins? No, he wants to have a sword fight. He asked the judge to give him 12, me- 12 weeks of an adjournment <laughs> so he could secure Japanese samurai swords and he wants to fight either his ex-wife <laughs> or her legal representative and see and d- decide the case based on whoever wins that fight. That's hilarious. <laughs> Can you imagine it? <laughs> okay, that's how we'll sort this. I do Choose think, your weapons. I think a lot of people will be up for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending so, on how angry you, angry you are. A lot of people would probably love that. This is a yeah. legally sanctioned sword fight. <laughs> Go nuts, lads. <laughs> but what if, you ki- what if you killed her by accident? So this is what the opposition solicitor was saying. He was like, okay, listen. Um, it's all fun and games until... Yeah. She dies. Yeah, he said, because there's a risk of death with that resolution, um, maybe you shouldn't do that. But That's clearly his, you know, mm. his end goal. Yeah. yeah. He's going to pretend <laughs> that, oh, yeah, we're just fighting. Oh, whoops, I stabbed oh, her in the heart. Oh, God, That's yeah. Awkward. Her head fell off. <laughs> Would you look at that? The ex-wife's head fell off. <laughs> and I get the kids. And I oh. can't put them back together. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to do anything or pay you any more money. Lovely. So, the judge... The judge has taken this submission and he will decide next Monday whether or not to allow this. Okay. So he hasn't... Um, now, in fairness, he hasn't said no, but he's more than likely probably not going to say yes to this at all. Yes, no. But uh, the guy who submitted this, the, the gentleman in question, David Ostrom, he's 40 years of age, he submitted it because he apparently was so fed up with the back and forth and the absurdity from his ex-wife's claims and the way that they were messing him around mm. but he said okay well if you're going to be this ridiculous sword fight yeah fair enough so you know people can get a bit tetchy uh, and a bit emotional when it comes to separations and things like that well if it gets to that point and you're like you know what this is so crazy this is so abnormal why don't we just have a sword fight yeah so listen if the sword fight is allowed I will of course tell you because if you're in the middle of a separation and divorce who knows there might be some probably won't be precedent for it here, but a little bit of luck, you could sword fight your ex. And she might back off then, before she gets the sword fight. She might before she gets the rest of your what? money, you could sword fight her. <laughs> yeah, They don't say that in sword fighting. Imagine you could actually pay to go and watch that. <laughs> there you go, split the money. Whoever wins gets the purse. I mean, who needs MMA? Oh, God. It's, uh, it's ex-wives <laughs> and husbands. Ex-fighting. That's, That's a very it. good show. Yeah. We should pitch that in. XFC. The Exes Fighting Championship. Is that a thing yet? XFC. XFC. And you get your, yeah, Love sword that. fighting. Yeah. And uh, it's 15 quid to watch a pay-per-view, <laughs> which would be all over that. Do you have to be married, though? Yeah, it's for divorces. Damn. Oh, no, no, maybe, yeah, yeah. No, because it would, yeah, it would be... Just be able to crack to be able to do it anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah, unless it does other things. Like, unless, you know, your DVDs are still over in her house and you haven't spoken to her and then she wants... Yeah, so you'd have to sword fight her instead. <laughs> sword fighting, I'm telling you now, the honourable way to do it. 
If it's good enough for the Japanese samurai knights, it's good enough for us. We will solve the dispute <laughs> that way. So fingers crossed, we will get working on XFC. Um, or, or is it XFC? What did I say? FC Fighting Championships. UFC, XFC. Yeah, there we go. Right, sort of. Final story this evening. It looks like the monkeys are finally taking over. They predicted it and obviously Planet of the Apes. The uprising has started and it doesn't seem to be getting any better. In what way? They're taking over a village in a small town in, uh, in India and uh, they have pretty much kicked the local residents out of their village. So they walked in one day and were like, you out. They've been raided and assaulted. Do you ever see those videos on YouTube or online of someone going on that gap to like a, a, a temple in Thailand? Oh, yeah. And then the monkey comes along and robs their bag with their iPhone in it and everything in it. And they're yeah. like, oh, my God. So monkeys can be a little bit... Uh, They'd be bold. A little bit bold and cheeky like that. So for the last 15 years, these monkeys... The population has obviously exploded and grown, but they rob their food, they rob their clothes, they come into the gaff, they're smashing things up, breaking things. They're literally being attacked on a regular basis by this band of monkeys who are, seems like they're becoming sentient, and they're taking over the village. Smart monkeys, though. Yeah. I mean, fair play, fair play, you can't... I mean, what do you do in that area? Because, you know, you'd say one of the solutions will be to uh, cull the monkeys. But then you have the animal rights activists out saying that you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, if they're able to you overtake your little village, then so be it. Every man for himself kind yeah. of thing. Survival of the fittest. Exactly. Back to the sword fighting. And now the small town of... Uh, you could have a sword fight with the monkeys and see who wins. Yeah. I'd say the monkeys would win, though. Yeah. So apparently... It started off as a smaller issue, you know, one or two monkeys coming in, having the crack, robbing things, ah, oh, gas, and now it's... Then they all got together and brainstormed and were like, right, let's just, yeah. let's just go through this village now and get them all let's in. Let's just smash it to pieces. Yeah. Smash it to pieces. And, and the we'll best thing about that is, if that was humans doing that, someone would be put in jail. Oh, yeah. Monkeys are grand. They can just do they whatever do they, they want. want. Yeah, so... Who knows when... Uh... Are they running the shops and stuff? <laughs> 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 They're driving the cars around the place as well. They set up little toll bridges. They're just, you know, <laughs> abusing the locals, enslaving them, making them do funny tricks of them, their own little monkey zoo. Madness. Absolute madness. But that's uh, but that's happening over at the moment and uh, it'll be interesting to see if it gets any worse and if uh, they start taking over the entire planet because yeah. it could be scary times. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Well, monkeys? Yeah, yeah. Like if monkeys came in here and they were, they want to take our job, so I'd let them. Um, yeah, they probably you do a better job. What? They probably would, yeah. Far better job, according to some people. But sure, look. Right, that's there with that sort of thing. If you do see anything that you want uh, myself and Sirius to include, uh, you can tag us at underscore room on a four. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.